Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host, Reroll Zero, and I'm still setting up a couple of things. So, um, for today's subject, we're just going to talk about uh, uh, two RPGs or role playing games that um, one is, is uh, um, one's uh, one has a like an HD remake or whatever on the horizon soon like maybe a month or two from now and uh knights of old republic or i mean in a star wars game that i'm surprised uh ea hasn't like hopped on the train of getting to make uh the next um star wars game or i mean star wars games outside of squadrons and uh uh the old republic and um a couple other games So, um, you know, I usually want to get the, uh, formalities out of the way, um, um, again, I would like to say a shout out for, um, uh, Shin, he's, uh, he's one of my moderators and he helped me out a lot, so, um, um, he, uh, so it's, it's really special to me, um, and, um, Shrimpy, he uh, helps me out a lot. He's one of my mods as well, so um, I like to help him out as much as possible with that. And um, usual spiel about um, the X Men skins or X Men skins for Overwatch. And again, I don't like Overwatch, but again, it'd be nice if um, something happened for the guy. So they, it was uh, um, the petition came to fruition. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, kind of just wait for people to come in and then, um, then we'll get started and everything, so. Um. Oops, did I forget to close one of the shadows up? No, never mind, not yet. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting for everybody to get in. Um. I wanted to talk about this because um, I was really scrambling for a topic, and then um, and then I was just going like, okay, well, you know, talk about this. I wanted to, to, to kind of um, save it for a later date, but I think it's the best time to probably talk about it at least a little bit before it, because I don't want to talk about it day of more you know almost everybody will in the sense of uh kingdom zamoir they'll be wanting to talk about it uh or they're not going to be wanting to talk about it, they're going to be wanting to play it so um so other than that i wanted i wanted to at least uh make one video a little bit beforehand so um uh you know just uh just start that up and then um while i was just while i was um watching um a stream with Shim uh, shrimpy yesterday um uh gosh what was i gonna say uh he suggested um possibly talk about um knights of republic and um i was thinking that that would probably be a good idea i was I was like, um, for the longest time, I was struggling to think of even um, 
what would be a significant topic to bring up. And um, Knights of the Republic is a great one. And I, I was trying to even think about other Star Wars games because, like, writing down subjects, I was going like, did I even put down any Star Wars ones except for Star Wars Battlefront Two? That's the first one, and I don't want to pick that up again for a while because, again, I don't want to talk about the the all the the better attachments that or you know better DLC that made it better. I just want to talk about the base game and you know how, why you know where you know where they were going with that so um anyway yeah my bad i think i should have um i said in in a couple minutes i said i broadcast at 2 30 so i'm just seeing if anybody else is going to jump in if not that's perfectly fine um other than that i'll just Sorry, I'm kind of waiting for 2.30 to see if uh, anybody else, for that matter, is uh, will be jumping in. And yeah, I guess that's a perfect time to start, because I don't know who and where anybody else will be jumping in. Possibly tramping, but I don't know for that as well. So, um, so I'd like to start talking about it, and um, you know, the image should be around there. Um, and I'll pull up the, the keys, or the, uh, uh, chat, chat window. Um, I think Kingdom's Amalar was, <laughs> and I, I always forget to add the subtitle, can't, this is the only shot I, or only, like, picture I have of the game currently, and I don't want to go on the Xbox right now to try and get any old clips or anything like that, or pictures. Because, um, I can't, or not can't right now, but I just, um, that would take too much time, and, um, sometimes they don't go the, sometimes they don't upload exactly, so. Um, so anyway, this is, um, Canis of Amalar, and I always forget that there's a subtitle, it's called Reckoning, I think. I think it's also, thank you for dropping by, Shrimpy. Um, Canis of Amalar Reckoning. I always think it's ridiculous, especially if it's a new title for the game to have a subtitle, because I don't know what the subtitle means. I think it would mean more again if it was like a series or franchise. But a EA shot this down, and b the two other guys that were involved with the project kind of shut that down as well. Um, I I was I was I was not gonna jokingly say it was doomed to fail, but like I feel like it was doomed to fail because. Um, it's great if, uh, I, I remember it's, like, the people that are from seeing, like, some, like, semi-documentary type stuff on it, or, you know, as best as YouTube can muster, because, um, uh, because, uh, honestly, the, um, the game, or from I th I'm trying to remember if I found it out from a Wikipedia article or YouTube video. And the company was started by a uh, a former baseball uh, baseball player, and I think it's I think it's almost like slightly impressive because the guy could have just made a baseball game and he you know wanted to go ahead and make some fantasy universe type game. And I was going like, like you know that's kind of impressive, you know. 
more power to you to, to try and, you know, try something different and, you know, try to have a, you know, have a, have a, you know, more interesting take on this, on the subject. So, um, but then they got, um, a fantasy writer too. I think, um, he was something called, not Steven Salvatore or whatever, right? Or something like that. Something, I think his last name is Salvatore. And I think he had significant or some other stuff or work, um, you know, that he had completed previously. So he's, he's been a veteran. I think, um, again, the, the elephant in the room, uh, can, uh, mostly is Todd McFarlane because he's, I, I, I don't think he's the right person for the job and it may be a borrowed opinion from some others, but I, I look at him and his, and his, you know, his, all his work is like Spawn and, um, Spawn and I can't know, I don't know anything else beyond Spawn besides, I, oh wait, I forgot too that he made Oh, never mind. He didn't make that was uh that was another uh guy. Well, I I don't remember if he made Cable, but I know that's another Marvel artist that is of ill repute. And the other Marvels are ill refused Cable, Deadpool, etc. Of that thought train. And um, but Todd McFarlane is one of those guys where he um he makes a lot of um beefy guys that don't have too much going on other than that they're they're edgy and that they're they're crazy and they you know they have lots of weapons so so other than that so hiring Todd McFarlane for your fantasy universe I think is almost like you know a death knell it's not something that helps your case a lot um and you know other than that um uh so Todd McFarlane I think he's ahead or or lead designer for the, uh, for Kingdom's Amalar Reckoning. And, uh, so I think that hurts it a lot. What I was, what I was going on, because I was going to say this almost might be a, a blood from a stone type thing for Kingdom's Amalar, because when, when I played it, which was maybe two, three years ago, and I saw it initially and I was kind of going like, eh, you know, I don't want to play that too much. But um, two, three years ago, I saw it. I was going like, you know, maybe this game isn't so bad. Um, I tried it out, and I think the game is, you know, falls into the usual, like, fantasy tropes of, like, okay, you make this, like, I don't know, this um, very nature-oriented, focused, or, you know, um, thing, and it's kind of beautiful, but you kind of you kind of weigh it down with too many laws or rules and all that and it becomes murkier and then you know it's it gets boggled down by these ideas that aren't very much the salt or um aren't, aren't very much the you know the worth the paper that you wrote them on it's like it's very much like lord of the rings where it's like you know they come up with some you know amazing fantasy universe right or they you know steal it from some other or they steal from like local legends and then they kind of weigh it down with all these like unnecessary things like you know uh a ring even though that essential object in lord of the rings and f effectively its namesake they kind of again they kind of murky it up by adding all this you know um things that don't really translate well to the fantasy universe so 
I would almost say it's the same thing with, I guess I could you could say uh, Game of Thrones, but I I don't like really like Game of Thrones, not just because of all the risky and racy material, but it's another universe too where it's like um, possibly cool fantasy universe, and then they kind of just um, murky it up with all kinds of other shenanigans and all that. So um, anyway. What I was going to get at is that Kingdom as Amalar was at the very least a good thought process because um, it makes it so that, sorry, I'm just, um, uh, I'm trying to th think of it in the best possible way. Um, I would say the story is probably again, still like, again, like I was saying, it was, it's, it's awful generally because the guy that's like your guide or your the guild guy is like the atypical archetypal um like uh white white male guy that's seen it all and he knows everything and it has bad jokes and and um so he's your main like contact to talk to the story or whatever or he's the and then there's um and then there's a risky or risque like dark elf with um uh without too much clothing from what i remember and it's an atypical like dark elf thing to exoticize her and i just i think that's just poor you know uh, designs poor designs and uh styling and um and all that because again what i was what i was uh what i'm getting at is that kingdoms of amalar is at the very least interesting because even though it's kind of squandered its potential by only having four races to pick from, I think it's also very interesting because there's only two humans, right? And they kind of, you know, they write some, they write some bullshit backstory where it's like, okay, these are, you know, these hum these these human races are really succinctly different, right? And then they have two dark elf races, and then they, you know, they have the same. A description whereas you know they try to put them as succinctly different but i think that's what makes it so interesting because they only have the humans and then the dark elves and um in i think both descriptions they don't they don't single out the dark elves as evil as most um as you know dungeons and dragons and lord of the rings and um you know practically game of thrones do that where they make where they deign the you know the other mystical fantastical race as as always evil and that i i swear that never like sat with me right i um um and not just because i've seen so many or i've seen um uh uh what's it called um i've seen so many of the recent uh news publications going like okay D, &D will change so many of the racial uh, attributes attributed to dark elves and all that um I, to be fair i all i didn't start putting writing into that sort of thing until like maybe like five months ago but i kind of still um i think have the opinion about it where it's just um you know where it's just you know the the you know the gosh i can't have a good way to say this but i think you know where it's somebody that's just inherently different from you and then that 
is there you know that's enemy that's um un, you know unfortunately that's that's what they deign as enemy and then because they don't want to write any other you know different or better enemy that's what they kind of um that's what they, that they kind of stay with so um but uh, why i think why king adam's Lord again stuck on my mind for so long because again um again there's no other at least what i could discern from no other race in the game besides humans and dark elves and i was going like okay that's really cool that dark elves have so much power in this universe that they have so much you know going for them and um maybe this will be a future video but um and neverwinter that's probably one of my favorite like mmorpgs besides um fantasy star because um um uh granted i I always feel bad because I, I, I started this off as a joke when I wanted to play D&D initially and I would, and I, um, uh, I was thinking of being a dark elf that was a cleric or whatever because they have that, um, attribute where they are less resistant to the sun or I, they have, they, they do poorly in the sun or whatever. And technically if you, you know, not to get too much in the race politics, cause I know it's. I don't want that to be a heavy video, but technically people with more melanin or people with, you know, darker skin should, um, be more heat resistance and a less heat resistance and people with less melanin should be, um, ha or, uh, be less heat resistant and, you know, burn or be more pr prone to burning instead of getting a tan. So I'm sorry. Um, I don't want to delve too much on the race politics, but anyway, Technically, it should be reversed where dark elves, you know, they are more hardy in the sun, and and I don't think they they were ever going to do that before until this until um a recent events have changed a public perception. Um, but anyway, sorry that was that was a that was a I I think I went too too much in the detail about that. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Kingdoms Amlar as a game, um, it's not too bad. I say it's like it's like a logy, very logy um, <laughs> version of Jade Empire. And Jade Empire, I will I will sing the praises of Jade Empire forever. Even though technically it's a game where technically you could argue it's cultural appropriation because it's Bioware, a Canadian company making a traditionally Asian set tale. But Jade Empire is so good, I don't even think about that you know a negative connotation. So, I mean. Maybe I'm favorite. I have a lot of favoritism towards it because it's like you know it's it's an all Asian cast and um, the only frankly the only um, white guy in the game is uh, Sir Roderick von von Spottom or whatever the Magnificent Bastard or something like that and he's voiced by John Cleese. He's very cheeky and he's very funny. So, um, uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of slow like that. The combat's kind of slow. I use I think a great sword the entire time, and I and like I was saying the same thing with Neverwinter. I was a uh, um I I rejected that idea of um from at least from the D and D, and I you know I still wanted to have a good time. So I was a dark elf guardian, and I I I, I as I said previously like, like in Overwatch and Smite videos, even though I dislike Overwatch and Smite, I still. Um, and very prone to tanking because I, um, I think I said previously that I, even though it is stressful, I like being the center of attention. So, 
Um, and I'm not trying that to say, you know, in a internet popularity type thing. I'm just, in general, I'm not, I'm not trying to be egr uh, uh, e egocentric or anything like that. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a very, like, kind of the middle of the world game, and, you know, it's not mediocre. It's, it is fun. Um, I think a lot of the magic, there's not too much magic to, like, say, like, oh, you know, this was a fun spell or anything like that, but the, um, I, I think I like the highest tier, like, armor, the red armor or whatever, because it, it looks really cool. I think with, like, you know, most other, uh, MORPGs or, um, RPGs in general, like, um, Elder Scrolls, um, they don't have, uh, they don't have good-looking gear with the higher up you go. Like, it's, um, I think if I remember correctly, it's like glass for light armor and then um, ebony and um, daedric armor or whatever for higher tier stuff. But um, yeah, um, uh, so again, why I was wanting to bring up Kings of Amalur, because again, like the reboot of that game is coming out. It's called Re-Reckoning, which is an awful subtitle. Um, again, it's not such a, it's not a, I would say the story is probably the most awful thing about it. And that, like, that you, that, the fact that, like, you're, you're, like, dead initially at the start of Kingdom of Amalur, and that you're, you, like, wake up from, like, a pile of corpses, and, like, that's, like, that's, like, the most, like, gross thing I would say about the game. Other than that, um, I can say that, you know, it's not such a bad game that, you know, it would be, like, in the pile, why bother type games, like you could, you could honestly argue like Star Wars Battlefront Two, even even with all the DLC, that still doesn't like make it, you know, as good as it sh as it should have been, or as good as it as as you know as much as possible. Um, but again, I'll I'll switch to Nice Little Republic because again, I don't know how much I could talk about Kings of Amalur without it being negative, except I would say again like a um. Uh, there's a lot of negative about the story, and um, other than that, um, again, it's very much like Elder Scrolls, where uh, there's a lot, a lot of fun to be had, or a lot of gameplay coming from the side quests, and that's effectively about it. Um, so, um, so continuing to Knights of the Republic, um, Knights of the Republic one, and um, I was gonna ask Shrimpy if if you're still here, uh, if you ever had played uh star wars the old republic that's ongoing right now i've heard or seen a lot of good things and i was always like tempted to play it but i don't know if you had to pay if it's you know if, or if it's free to play um but uh first one star wars nice little republic um i think it was a very great start into considering what could be out of the normal star wars timeline and all that so that if you're out for your own your own special universe, you can you you know you could do whatever you want and and make it you know um, cool and all that. So same thing kind of with um, the games previously, um, Star Wars, um, uh, not Republic Commando. I think Republic Commando, and that's that will be. I think that will be a future video as well. Uh, Republic Commando, I think, is a good concept, but re I I think I replayed it maybe a year ago. I was going like, eh, this doesn't hold up well. So, um, basically, you know, Star Wars Rainbow Six. But I think um, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire for the N64 and those novel series, I think those are a great start for... Um... What's that, what's that, Shrimpy, or what's that acronym mean? Sorry. 
Um, oh, oh, I, I think I see what you're saying. Um, oh, I gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, there's like a, there's like the Star Wars The Old Republic MORPG that's out right now, and I don't know, um, and I, and I would assume it's free to play, but I don't know, and it is developed by Bioware, so that's another, like, consistent thing where it's like, okay, that's cool, you know, um, but other than that, I think it's only on PC. I mean, you could probably stream it now. I think about it, Trimpy, and I'll 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 I'll, I'll watch that because I'm I'm you know, I'm like, I I love Neverwinter, and I know it's like um, uh, not um, I can't think of their name. It starts with a C. They developed Neverwinter, and they developed Star Trek the online or MORPG, and then they developed uh. Champions Online, which I spent too much money on Champions Online, and I never played it. I bought so many packs on Champions Online, and I only wanted to design characters. That was my only thing. So, um, and I, I, I had, I had a blast designing the characters. I never played the game enough. So, yeah. Um, but I, I love the Star Trek one. I, I wish, I think I wish Champions Online was better because I love Neverwinter and um and the uh, star trek one because uh if if the if star wars the old republic the mrpg shrimpy is as good as star trek i would i would definitely play it if i well if i could still play video games but um but uh uh gosh where was it going oh yeah um star wars knights of the republic was like a great idea because again it's it's how or it's not like the like I mentioned previous like like edgy like how much we can we get away with and you know be like okay well you you know we didn't know type you know ideology words but it's like how much can we make our own universe and you know it still be within the you know the confines of Star Wars and I think it you know it's great too where it's like you don't have to have any pre-existing knowledge of Star Wars and just jump in like that's probably Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, or I would, and um, Star Wars: Rogue Squadron. I would say are one, some of those best games where it's like you don't have to have any knowledge beforehand. Um, General Nadine in Star Wars: Rogue Squadron will explain you like what the mission is about and all that. And there's no there's no like central narrator character in Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, but um, I I think they do a fantastic job of you know like setting up the universe and all that for Star Wars if you had no knowledge of Star Wars beforehand. Um but uh yeah, Knights of the Old Republic and I never knew this initially when I started playing it, um, is that it's set four thousand years before any of the movies. I I always thought it was set a thousand years before. I feel a thousand years is more like I can be like, okay, you know I you know, I'm more attached to it i think as part of the universe but then four thousand years i'm kind of going like i'm i'm a little bit more iffy on it because i'm going like like i'm kind of like almost like a nerd at that point where it's going like how does it affect the universe but at the same time if it's four thousand years before then you have more free reign to say like okay well we can have we can have our fun game idea and you know it won't you know it still 
like people won't be mad if like we say something you know um inconsistent or whatever so again star wars nice little public one it starts out four thousand years before um gosh what else i was gonna say um a, you're a unnamed soldier aboard the uh like a the like proto or new or the or the old republic some old republic gunship there's some uh one of your higher ups tells you to get up and that you know this um uh the the spaceship is under attack and so you go through the whole ship um uh meet up with cartho nasi um i i gotcha uh, shrimpy i i played es or elder scrolls online for a little bit and um um and i was i it was okay i think i was really disappointed because um again there's again there's can there can be fun of having a multiplayer experience for a traditionally single player game and i think that can be said for um metal gear solid peace walker but again it's it's hard to get that rolling especially like with games like fallout 76 which you know did more damage um launching poorly than you know uh launching um later but i i'm really um i'm really uh curious to see star wars out the old republic because again like they have they have a lot of the characters from the story from what i remember or at least descendants from them i think there's like the daughter or like cousin of like bastel sean or something like that you know uh shrimpy so i think that was like that was kind of cool um but yeah you, um nice little public you um uh continuing the story you meet cartho nasi um i'm um i'm i'm really trying to refrain from him calling him cartho nasty or something like that but i i i almost can't um but yeah, he tells you, okay, we gotta find Basila, um, like, you know, the greatest Jedi Master or whatever since, uh, sliced bread. Um, and, um, I, I swear they set up Basila to be, like, one of the, um, you know, um, expanded universe, like, characters, like, one of the best, because it's like, you meet her and she has this double-bladed yellow lightsaber, and I'm, and I made a video beforehand about how it's like, you know, Ray and Luke get a, a yellow lightsaber in like the comics, and then you know the Episode Nine movie. Spo sorry, spoilers. Um, um, but uh, but then it's like I I look at Bastila and I I keep on consistently thinking that like she, um she says or um Jennifer Hale or or who voices her to be like what am I chopped liver, and then same thing where it's like. At least I, I I feel like I have more respect for the next person, but like Asaz Ventress eventually has a yellow lightsaber too, but she's really cool, so I don't really mind it. And like, Rey and Luke are like two of the main characters, so I feel like they shouldn't get everything. And sorry the, about a rant about that is that there's was an even, there was a, I think a screen rant article where it's like they were saying that the dark saber in clone wars and in the end of mandalorian or whatever they were saying that belonged to luke as well i'm going like come on 
not all main characters need to be in 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 like radius of an important historical artifact like like um like Luke did not have I don't know contact with uh like Khan from Star Trek or something like that or I don't know just something where it's really like incongru incongruous to the main plot and it just it just doesn't set well because of going like if Luke's going to discover everything then the, you know why you know it just it doesn't set set well um but yeah Basila set up really well um I think it's great that there's um another uh Wookiee member that's not Chewbacca because at this point you could just call um uh you um you would have the unfortunate implications of being you know racist or something like that if you just said all Wookiees are Chewbacca or something like that um but but um so there's uh Zalbar the good Wookiee with um or Zalbar the Wookiee with um someone named Mission Veo a young uh Twi'lek girl and T uh T three and four a uh, small astromech droid and they um it's funny I swear in all Bioware games oh for for the dark saber right shrimpy yeah like I don't know I didn't for per Star Wars media I think I've only watched you know all nine movies and that's about it. I watch Clone Wars a little bit. I only want to pretty much watch the little Lego like shorts that they have on Disney Plus because those make me like happy because they're they're so like dumb and quirky and funny. So, but other than that, um, I think I only watched a little bit of Clone Wars. Um, again, it's cool, but um, I just. I don't know what to focus on for Star Wars based stuff. So, except for I, I mean, again, I sat, I sat through with, um, with um, my brother for Mandalorian. So that was that was the only thing we had, that we uh, would have watched, um, you know, succinctly in each episode and be like, okay, that's cool. But, but no, uh, uh, yeah, about the Mandalorian, it's, it's great that the villain has the dark saber, right? And again, I don't know too important as I know it's like in, in Clone Wars again, or that's where it was introduced, but like, I don't know anything about it, you know, after the fact. Um, but I, I feel it's better being in the hands of a villain versus, uh, um, then, you know, like versus Luke, where it's like, like I was saying, if Luke gets everything, then, you know, then what are the rest of the cast? Like, are they chopped liver? Um, so the growing, um, sorry, what I was going to continue from is that, um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, or it's a Bioware, like, I, I feel like it's a Bioware joke where it's like almost all their games, you get pretty much all party members in like the first town that you're in. Because, yeah, in Nice Little Public 1, Terrace is that you get like, five 
of the party members, and then Juhani and uh, Jolie Bindo are on different planets. And oh, and also HK forty um, forty seven. He's he's on another planet too. So um, with the um, you know the phrase of the meat bags. So um, so again, it's like I feel like most of the characters in the game have a significant like you know, have significantly fleshed out backstory. Um, and um, I almost want to say that'd be the end of uh, Nice Little Vogue 1. I think that my most beef with the, like, Disney continuity type thing is that that instead of it just being left in the air and I know through all the like merchandise coming out now because there's like there's like Revan um merchandise there's like Revan um action figures or dolls whatever you want to call them of the black series of Star Wars where it's like um they th I think they have his like white robe or something like that or they they have a white robe for him um and then there's like Funko Pop figures or the the bobbleheads of of Malak and Revan and um i'm surprised they didn't do uh, malak and then basila instead of revan but what I was getting at is that i didn't like how it's like with revan they kind of just instead of it le being left in the air into your own imagination they kind of just singled out him you know to be a man or whatever so that's my main beef i don't ha i don't have such a significant problem with uh the second game knights of the republic 2 because it's like um, they, they, they had Mitra Surik or whatever. That's what I think they dubbed the character after all those years, uh, for woman. And that's not as bad because there's not exactly a lot of heroic women characters in Star Wars. So it's not as bad as, you know, you, you think so. Um, yeah, yeah, Shrimpy. I, um, I, uh. Um, at the end of the stream yesterday, um, Nero was nice enough to, to, um, to be the 50th follower, so, and I under, and I, I know it's like, I'm not the, like, <laughs> I'm not even an exci exciting stream at all, or whatever, um, but I, I appreciate the follow, um, and, um, and yeah, I just gotta now get time and days. I don't again like average viewership is always gonna I, I feel like gonna be the nail in the coffin. And I I almost wanted to talk to, or send a, um and maybe I will even send send an email to Twitch and say hey you know I don't have um I don't stream as much as often as other people um I can get the days and the hours because I did that previously when I you know before I took the two week break can I somewhat wave the average viewership because i i really want to just get the or i really want the emotes i i want i want custom emotes for my channel that's like my only thing i i hang on is is the emotes like i want i i i, I need to have custom emotes most of all and that's what i i want to get to so um but anyway um 
what what I was getting at is um um sorry I I should have talked about more about Knights of the Republic uh, one is that I feel like the game gives you a lot of fantastic locations like Manan and I really wish that would come back in Star Wars like you know like in a Star Wars thing like it doesn't matter if it's a comic or or like if it was a mention in Clone Wars or something like that um and um gosh actually I know we're talking about Star Wars Nice Old Republic but uh Shrimpy I gotta tell you something I saw recently and it's not exactly concerned about Star Wars Nights of the Republic. It's still Star Wars related. Um, uh, I I'm sorry for the segue slash tangent, but I, I just, I have to bring it up because it, it, it floored me so much that I'd never noticed this guy before. Um, so I was rewatching Nights, um, sorry, not Nights, um, Star Wars 2 Attack of the Clones or Episode 2 or whatever, right? And they're at the Jedi Council Chamber, right? And, um, you know, I'm one of those people that goes, um, absolutely, like, batshit crazy whenever I see, like, some, you know, side character or whatever. And, um, there was a guy that had this huge-ass beard, and he wasn't, he wasn't Mundy, he wasn't Kai that died Mundy, and, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really a nerd. Um... Or, or not really a nerd, but, like, that's that's really bad that I remember the the, the double forehead guy. Um, but there's a guy that's, like, behind Anakin to the right, and he has a huge beard, and he looks like a Muppet, and he has, like, tentacles, like a, like, Admiral Akbar's race, Mon Calamari, or the, um, the other squid guys on the Mon Calamari planet, the Corrin, I think. But I just go and like, who the, f you know, who the hell is this guy? This guy, it's amazing. His name's like something called Oppo Rancisis or whatever. And I was going like, dude, where has this guy been? And I, I swear, I'm, I was just mystified that I never saw him before. I knew of, like, of like, guys like that are the caliber of arm fall off boy from dc that are like you know saucy Talin or i know i'm i'm messing that name and i think it's like saucy teen or whatever who's like the first guy that gets chopped down in like uh, you know in this lightsaber fight between mace windu and, and palpatine or whatever or he's the first slice and then there's kit fisto that gets killed in the same or one of the same slices but like i knew about that guy but I never heard of Oppo Rancisis, and like, he he's up there now for like favorite guys I or like I never knew about because he's just so weird looking, and I just I just oh my god I just like if there's a Star Wars fighting game DLC Oppo Rancisis, come on now, like he should be first DLC because he he looks so he looks so awkward and so weird like. I just was, like, I was floored by him, and, like, I don't know if he's gonna be in the, if he's in the background of, like, you know, Geonosis or something like that. I found so many extra, like, characters that I never heard of. Like, there's this Asian lady that I was, um, that I was telling you about, or, I'm sorry, I, I haven't told you about this yet. There's this Asian lady called, like, Boltar Swan, 
in like the Geonosis battle and I never knew about her previously and I was going like who is this and I, I was talking about it for like cultural appropriation right for like you know like Asian influences in Star Wars and I just heard about this lady called Boltar Swan and I was going like oh my god where has this I, I never heard of this character and like the, I learned about it from like a Star Wars like fan site where like there are so many background Jedi that are just one-offs for this for like the whole Geonosis battle and they never get mentioned again or like and they're so generic and, and stuff man like like it's just it's it's so much fun like funny like the like uh, like uh, I can't like not laugh at Apoorancesis because he just this Muppet, like he's the owl guy in the Muppets or whatever, who's just like I bear I remember or not the blue like seagull guy, but like the brown owl guy that like appears every so often. I I don't I don't know if he ever has like lines of dialogue. So I'm sorry that was a long tangent, but like I had to talk about it because like I just like it was a funny secret and this Muppet guy just just floors me or just cracks me up with how like. I never noticed him before, and then I noticed him going like, "Holy! Like, where has this guy been?" <laughs> um, other than that, um, sorry, going back to the Knights of Republic one, um, uh, but yeah, they set up they set up great uh, like locations like Manon. Manon is, um, I swear, like a great location that they could have, you know, talked about more. I get it. There, there's that there's in the Clone Wars series that they they have like um like two or three episodes about mon calamari and that's it but i there needs to be like more ocean based planets instead of the umpteenth sand planet that they want to introduce in star wars you know besides jakku and tatooine and i'm sure there's other sand planets that we just don't know about so um uh but uh yeah um knights old republic one um I again it's I feel like it's great it's I think it's paced well I feel like it's a it's it's long enough although the the level cap I think it's like 20 and so you kind of if you you know do most if not all the side quests before um the uh before Darth Malak attacks or whatever you can hit 20 easily um, and I feel like they, they don't have a level cap necessarily in Nice Old Republic, uh, Nice Old, Old Republic 2. Um, but, uh, yeah, I also kind of want to talk about, um, I, I think it's the funniest that they, they wanted to promote Manon somewhat shrimpy in the sense of Nice Old Republic 1, that, that, um, oh, sorry, I, I didn't change the, the picture for, um, uh, Kings of Amalur, my bad, so, um, going to Star Wars Night of Total Public, um, but I feel like it's so funny that, like, they wanted to, pr uh, like, promote Manon so much that, like, one of their fish guys is on the cover with a blaster, and, like, I swear you're on Manon for such a short amount of time versus, like, Tatooine and, um, uh, and Korriban and... Yeah, there's another Jezza Planet, Korriban, um, and, uh, Kashyyyk, or whatever. Um, because it's like, there is the, um, uh, swoop racing on Manan, but that's just, like, 
another um that's again like a a, a small side quest compared to other things because and also they have sweet bracing on tatooine and also they have so much other stuff to do on tatooine but also why i bring up like they wanted to promote manon so much when no you're or is that a sorry star wars saturday is a specific uh channel shrimpy sorry because i or did you because i remember you you did the mass effect and or after that and then i was like i i love i love mass effect 3 but i don't want to watch it because then um my perception about it is a little bit changed but when i saw mass effect 3 like campaign that like that was so that was such a great like like when you're in the van or not the not the space van but when you're just riding along like um like with the door open or whatever um it's um on that like turian planet it's great on like the turian moon or whatever and i remember that's uh um a multiplayer planet so i'll um hang on i'm going to take a uh, like, uh, I'm just gonna get a swig of water. I, I gotcha, Shrimpy. So, yeah, if you, if you wanted, if you wanted to play Star Wars, uh, uh, The Old Republic, I would, I would, I would jump on and, and watch that, dude. Or again, if you if you want to buy, I know it's like I swear all the Star Wars games except for a few are. <laughs> yeah. um, I swear all the Star Wars games are there are on Steam. Like you know, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Academy. Um, I think Star Wars Tie Fighter, whatever. Um, Star Wars Republic Commando, and both Star Wars Battlefront. Um, and um yeah and then again like i swear the only like the only um the only star wars game that i know that's not on steam and then for some reason it's on origin i think i think it's like star wars shadows of the empire which there's not han solo or there's a guy that very much resembles han solo and his name's like Dash Rendar, and he has a very he has a he has another vehicle that looks very similarly to the Millennium Falcon. So, um, so it's just that another excuse to have another Han Solo character. And it was made on the N sixty four. I got I I got gotcha, Shrimpy, and then I think Rogue Squadron, or at least a VR version of it, is on Origin as well. So, I don't know if it's like. EA has the rights to publish or not you know not publish but like re-release some of the classic Star Wars games because like I swear to the uh the arcadey Super Star Wars games on like the Super Nintendo that was on the PS4 or PS3 storefront and I was so mystified why but it might have to do with like EA either publishing them or Disney publishing them or I I don't know what the, you know the whole deal is so um when, or sorry, this is another extreme tangent as well before we get to Knights of the Republic, or two again. Um, but, like, I felt like when they made Kylo Ren, they just, they just mashed together two Star Wars guys' names. Because, like, the guys, 
the guy's name before, like, there's another, like, Luke-esque guy. That's, uh, you know, another Luke stand-in or whatever called Kyle Katarn. And he's, like, in the, um, the after the, you know, after the fact, like, stories. And then, again, like, the guy I mentioned, Dash Rindar, is another Han Solo-type character. So I feel like they just mashed those two guys' names together to make Kylo Ren. Because it's, I, I swear, it's very similar. Um, but, uh, gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars games. And I feel like the more embarrassing ones will never, like, see the light of day. Like, um, like, Shrimpy, have you ever heard of, uh, there was a Star Wars, like, Vigilante 8 slash a Twisted Metal game. And it was just, like, I swear that's the most awkward one that came out because, like, it doesn't make sense in the slightest. You can, like... Could, or, like, drive, like, an ATST and, like, Boba Fett and, like, the land speeder that Luke drives and, like, a snow speeder. And I swear it's, like, the most, like, awkward game I've ever seen because, it, like, wouldn't, like, Boba Fett be, like, impossible to shoot at and, like, destroy and all that? And it's just weird. Like, I, I don't know what to, like say about it per se it's just a weird game and um i because I, like i don't i don't know if it's on steam shrimpy but there's also uh another star wars game that i remember i was um that i i kind of liked it was um gosh it was um star wars uh i think uh, there are some RTSs on, on computer that were Star Wars. I think one was Star Wars Empires or something like that. But there was one that was basically just, like, a copy and paste with, like, Star Wars characters from Age of Empires. They made, I think, a Star Wars Galaxy Conquest or something like that. Um, and then they made a expansion for Clone Wars. But, um... But that, that was... I if, if I remember correctly, I think that game was pretty good, so... And I'm, I think I'm surprised. I think there's no, there's no, um, reports of it to Steam or, um, or again, maybe the rights for it are just up in the air and nobody really wants to buy it because they, they don't know what to do with it. So, um, but yeah, those are like, I, um, the, the Star Wars or the Star Wars, um, Vigiani 8 slash Twisted Metal, I, I swear will probably not see the light of day again, but I I I I almost have a strong inkling for uh for the the Star Wars RTS game that's just basically Age of Empires. Um but sorry, um I should we should get back to um what's it called? Um uh oh gosh, what what is it called? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah, Knights of the Republic, Knights of the Republic two. I feel like, again, Nice Little Republic 2 is a very um, superior game than 1. And, you know, not the shit on the story or anything like that, but, like, um, I feel like Star Wars Nice Little Republic 2 has, like, um, has so much more stakes going toward it. And making this image, too, um, the original one that I took a screenshot of on, um, uh, what's it called, on Xbox... It was way too dark. You couldn't tell that Trey was there, so I just I just brightened a little bit. So, and it may look a little bit 
off slash awful, but I like that's the only like picture that I had like not so public too, and um, continuing on from there. Um, so nice little public two, I feel like has like better setup for story, almost like better characters too. Um, like, um, the fact that like there are characters that you would only specifically get if you're a light side or dark side character is also kind of cool. They also added in characters where like whether you're a man or a woman as well, which is also kind of cool. Um, I kind of wish you could just get everybody to, or so that you're not inclined to, you know, be um, whoever gets that party member. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. So um, I would say um, it's a great game. I I'm kind of sad that um, Obsidian, the, I think the guys that made the original Fallout games, which are, are weird. Um, they are, this is like nice little public two is like their magnum opus. I feel like, because like after this, they make like Fallout New Vegas and that's, that has a lot of problems. So, and I almost feel like that was the led up to their death of their company almost, but I know it's like Obsidian made some new recent games, so they're okay. I mean, they're, I mean, they're probably doing okay because, again, they're, you know, I think they made that, like, Space Fallout game. I can't even th or think of what the hell the game's called. Oh, it's, like, Outer Worlds or something like that. I think that's what the game's called. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, um, uh, besides, I've, and I almost want to say is that I prefer the game version, which I know is, like, there's, they, they add all the complete stuff that they removed from the game on Steam and all that. But like Knights of Republic 2 uh, is, um, gosh, what's it called? Um, they, uh, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Besides, besides that they, um, that they have uh, better characters. I think I was going to say that they have slightly better motivations. Um... I almost will say that um, looking back on it and playing it, because I, I don't know if I ever did, because I remember the D Disciple, but I don't know if I ever played it on, on it as, a, as a woman character before. But I, I played it recently, and it was just, it was absolutely fun. I think going on to say something, and I almost kind of feel like Knights of the Republic 2, even though it's not developed by Bioware, but licensed by Bioware, and then developed by Obsidian, I kind of wish... That it kind of went with the uh, with the um, Jade Empire type thing, where it's like there are if you're a guy, there are two love interests of Don uh, Donstar and Lo and Silk Fox, right? But then you can also you can have a gay relationship with Sky, and almost the same thing with uh, when you're a woman character in Jade Empire. Um, Sky is one of those people, and I don't think Sagacious Zoo is, but um, uh, Silk Fox it can be a lesbian as well. So I kind of wish they extend was extended that to um, a Knights of Republic 2, because when you're a guy, um, 
the only relationships you can go with are the handmaiden and visas and as as a woman you, the only relationships you can prefer is the disciple and Adam Adam Rand and but at the same time I kind of wish there were no relationships in a, in a thing and kind of just make the well actually not kind of wish I actually wish that there were no relationships and you could focus on having a more better game and you know continue from there um, but not, or sorry, what I'm, I think what I'm trying to say is no romantic relationships. I think, you know, so much emphasis is put on romantic relationships these days, especially with, you know, Bioware getting risky, risk, risque and more risque with each, um, Mass Effect edition. But what I was going to say is, um, uh, I kind of wish, you know, you could still, you could still have platonic relationship with, you know, everybody on the ship and not have it unnecessarily to romance, you know. So I think that was what bugs me so much about um, modern games or modern games and, and Nice Little Republic as well. Because it's like there you can turn or you can um, have Atten Rand and um, Bowder, the um, uh, Iridonian slashes his Abrak mechanic on your ship and... Uh, Mira, and I don't remember if the evil Wookiee, um, Hanhar can be this as well, but three out of the four, or three out of, like, the ten party members can be Jedi Disciples of, and that's cool, but at the same time, like, I think it's kind of, uh, again, like, messed up that, okay, again, you can't get that far as a woman character with Atten Ren without it being, like, another romantic subplot. And same thing with, like, the, the Disciple, which I think... Oh, right, that was another thing. The Disciple slash Handmaiden can be one of the Jedi Disciples. So, um... But, yeah, that's just my two cents on the thing. So, again, like, I, I was I was thinking that... And I, I was thinking at first, like, going, like, okay, I kind of wish, you know... You could have, uh, I, get, I would say, almost a uh, romantic relationship with everybody... Maybe you now I think about it, even with a Wookiee, <laughs> but at the same time, I think the best course of action is just to have no relationships and everybody be a, pl a platonic thing because, um, because again, that's just um, I feel like it's better to approach if just everyone is you know is just friends. It would have been better, I think, honestly, if you could just be f friends with everyone on your ship and all that. Um. I know it's like everybody sings the praises of Kreia in Star Wars Knights of Republic 2 and I will be I think you know the umpteenth person to say it is um I think I if they fleshed her out more on the Jedi side of the character it would have been more interesting but I kind of um I think it's interesting to say that she's neutral and that her she's she's hates he she hates the force um, because, um, so many people rely on it, I think, and so many people, um, not rely on it, but also because it gives, I think, in people insidious power or whatever. Um, so she, she's a neutral party in the whole of things, and I think it's most difficult to, um, cultivate a relationship with Kreia. She's one of your mentors on the ship, and she's an old lady that gets her hand chopped off early in the game. Kind of a, kind of a, now that now that I think about it, almost a status quo thing in Star Wars, such as with Luke and Anakin. 
And you know what? They didn't copy everything from for the sequels. Ray didn't get her hand chopped off, so... Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is... Um, uh, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have focused, should have focused on the relationships too much. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I, I wish you could have a better relationship with Kreia so that you have, to have a more better or complete understanding of all her motivations and whatnot. Um, I, I know they imagine, I probably imagine, I think why I mentioned this also before, is um, uh, uh, gosh, what was I going to say? Um, is that I prefer the incomplete version of the game because that's how they released it and that's how, it, you know, for the most part, history will view it because, like, seeing things things added to it after the fact like i'm going like, like okay that's cool but it kind of like impairs your vision of it and, and you know kind of like goes like oh well that's interesting because there's so many aspects of the game that were removed and i think for good reason like there's so many like like in the in the final battle versus kraya on on um on not exegol on malachor 5 which i really feel felt like um they should have just said Malachor Five in Episode Nine and went from there instead of Exegol because I know it's like they got to make new planets, they got to have the stakes high, but at the same time it's like I think if you said Malachor, it would have had more people in your you know fighting in your corner. So, um, but sorry, that's just that's almost again I would say a nerd rage standpoint instead of an actual criticism. So, um. But anyway, what I was gonna say is, um, I prefer the game incomplete instead of the all the additions to it, because um, uh, because I think one of the additions was that they actually have some of the party members in the final battle. But unfortunately, I think it's like, um, I think it's like most of your party members die or as well. Um, but also like relooking it as well. Um, one other thing that I want want to say is. I think Atten ran as an okay for Han Solo's standing character, but I didn't realize from replaying as uh, the uh, woman character, and I was, I I had more fun than I did, you know, playing it initially, and um, but I was I was like, I was put off by it's like, Atten ran felt really sexist. He makes a lot of like risque comments about, you know, your character's body and all that, and. And, um, you know, again, like, like, that's what I was saying about how it's like romantic relationships can be, you know, can be, can be really bad. And I'd rather it just be, you know, people be friends because again, like he's, I felt like that was the, like, I don't know. I feel like that was the most sexist Star Wars character I've seen in a while. Um, because again like i didn't realize how many times he does it but it just it, there it's that it's a lot so um but um um also i would say like i mentioned in the loot boxes and battle passes video i swear they they need to have a better thing to have loot in the game because I didn't realize store storefronts are are are, are uh, RNG based as well, so um, so because I, I reloaded the there's this older lady on Dantooine where she's like 
oh, I, I got all this loot from the destroyed Jedi Enclave or whatever. And then you talk to her, and uh, I swear she always had a, uh, the uh, turquoise slash cyan lightsaber crystal. But she did it this time, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to reload it. And I reloaded it, you know, as many times as I needed to get the light, uh, cyan lightsaber crystal. That was one of the other great additions from uh, Nice Old Republic 2, is that they added a lot of lightsaber colors that, you know, you you know, you know didn't think about too much. Like, they, they, I, they had bronze, and they had cyan, and um, I forgot about it for a while ago, but they added another green, like, green lime color or uh, lemon lemon green color where it was uh it was uh verdia and then one of the coolest lightsaber colors ever is um is the silver one and the silver one there's i've i found out later i think there's a guaranteed drop if you you know play the story that way of a silver but i i swear i always got it random towards the end of the game and it, and it definitely looks cool i feel like if they reapproach, you know, the dark saber and the black lightsaber crystal and force unleashed, they can make it cooler. But for right now, um, this I swear, the silver lightsaber crystal and the cyan lightsaber crystals are are um, some of the best. Um, and um, they made it so that you could custom in Knights of Republic two, you can customize your lightsaber more and have it do more damage and all that. So that's another cool feature as well. Um, I think I forgot that there's there wasn't one in Knights of the Republic one, and there wasn't now in Knights of the Republic two. There was a crystal you could get in Dantooine, where it's like it reflects your like soul or whatever, or your you know your alignment, and you get bonuses based off that. And I was going like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, and one other thing I think I forgot to say is, the stakes are higher in Knights of the Republic two, because um. Uh, because it's like in in the first Knights of the Republic, you start as like a uh, like a like a normal guy or no, a normal guy or girl, and you start off as like a soldier or smuggler or whatever, and then you get to be a Jedi. But this game, like this, these guys, you know, they're like, oh, they respect your time. You're already a Jedi, and then your next class is like a super version of that Jedi. So you be, be like a Jedi, I think. Um, Jedi something or sorry I think it's like Jedi not counselor but like uh, the Jedi or Sith um, three ranks or whatever one's more combat based one's more um, powers based and one's more I think kind of middle of the road and um, I think that's really cool going in um, you also get a lot of powers that either um, some characters had and then you couldn't get in the first game like uh, Bastila's Battle Meditation you can get that in the second game as well and I was going like okay that's really cool that uh, you know uh, a power that's talked about like you know like a Super Saiyan type thing and they didn't let you get it and then in this game they're like oh you can get this now and it's like okay cool in fact I didn't realize from replaying it that I was going like that's rad. You can use the battle meditation in a cutscene for the um, for when you're leading the assault on the uh, the palace on um, where the Mandalorians are at, and um, I think it's the moon's called DXUN or Dexun or whatever. And then I can't remember the main plan. I'm sure it's mentioned in Star Wars, but um, or I mean Star Wars: The Clone Wars, but um, uh, 
but yeah, the, the fact that like the, uh, like you get to use a Super Saiyan power in a cutscene as well to inspire your forces is really cool. Um, there's also um, there's also one two or two. There's also two powers that are um, cool, and they are dependent on what's your final status as either uh, a Jedi or a Sith. At I've after the fact after playing it for the you know, recently, I feel like the Jedi power is so much better than the, uh, the Sith one, because, like, the Sith one is, like, you, like, raise somebody up in the air, and then you kind of, like, sn uh, like, snap them in half, that's what, they, like, the animation is, and at first it's, like, it's cool, and then you kind of go, like, eh, it's a little bit edgy, and again, it's, like, it's kind of, like, you know, casting death, or, like, poison, or whatever in a Final Fantasy game, it only works on, like, the lowliest creatures and then some high-end creature will get affected by it but then again it won't it will only mostly work on the you know the low low-end monsters so it's that type of power where it, at the very least it does tons of damage but i think it also probably takes a lot of your force powers and all that but the um the light side one i think i really um uh i really I really, uh, it was really cool from what I saw of it. Um, it, it, um, if you have, like, uh, the, like, force speed and, like, the, the uh, the, like, force buffs that you can apply to yourself for most of the light side powers, they'll apply the three, or the top three or whatever, what ranks you have, and so you can just, it's a, it's just, like, a, a use-all type feature, and it's, I swear, it's, like, one of the best powers in the game. Um, especially if you have all three advanced versions of the powers, so you can apply buffs without, um, uh, you know, doing too much. The, the music of the game, from what I remember, there isn't, like, it's not, like, you know, super high tier, but there isn't, um, I mean, the music from the previous game, like, the theme of Basla, that's very powerful and moving, and they have a similar, like, sad song like that, and when you enter the, uh, or when you, uh, approach the, uh, destroyed Jedi Temple on the on the top floor it plays this very like moving um like emotional piece and it's 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 very um it's very um it's very emotionally driven and I and I think it's like it's probably one of the better pieces of Star Wars that like that you know that will never like see the light of day again or it won't won't come back because I'm you know it's unsure whether or not EA or Disney will reboot it and, you know, make, uh, Star Wars or Knights of the Old Republic 3 or something like that. I, I kind of wish if they made Star Wars, you know, of the Old Republic 3, uh, Shrimpy, if they, they, you know, have, like, an HD pack, like, or, like, Mass Effect Trilogy. Apparently, Mass Effect Trilogy is coming out on September 29th, that's a rumor, but hopefully that's true so we can see all the, you know, all the new stuff that they put in the game and see if it's, you know, if it's hype or not. Um... But yeah, Star Wars Nice Little Public 2 is, is such a great um, addition or like um, sequel to a game. It was one of the few sequels that are like so, so good. Well, I guess, let's let's be fair, like most sequels, at least in the sense of video games, are better. Most sequels in the sense of film usually don't fare as well unless you're talking about um, like Terminator 2 or Aliens or something like that. So, um but um 
but sequels for video games, I will all, all right. I, I, I thought that, you know, they usually don't get better, but Star Wars Knights Republic, I think, you know, improves upon its predecessor just tenfold, you know, kind of like Street Fighter 2 and, um, oh gosh, what's like a, like a definitive sequel that like, or, um, or, or I have Super Metroid, technically Super Metroid is the third one, but that, and even um, Metroid uh, Return of Samus, the those are such um, improvements to the formula that like um, that you know it's just it's just absolutely crazy. So um, I think that's all I gotta say for Knights of the Republic two. Um, you know, um, Sh Shrimpy, if you're still there, hopefully you'll stream one of those on on uh, on uh, your stream. I was going to say, from talking about Star Wars, dude, and no, no you're right, uh, Shrimpy, that you're, probably Star Wars and Saturday inspired me. Um, but did you ever hear the Star Wars Episode Three, the game? That's one that we're like, from from be, playing it as a, a teenager, I was going like, I ah, you know, don't know, this game's not so great. And then when I replayed it, maybe when I was streaming it, um, maybe five years ago. I was playing it, I was going like, oh my god, this game's so godlike, because it's just a Star Wars beat-em-up, and it's, and, um, there's, like, a Star Wars fighting game component that's a versus mode, and the dueling in the game is great, but, um, you have force healing as well, so you can just run away for a while and just heal yourself, um, but it's, um, it's such a great game that I'm, that I'm sad that, like, they never came back to like the Star Wars beat 'em up formula, and you know to this day, um, beat 'em ups for the most part are just um, Star Wars are just the Lego games, and the Lego games are fantastic because they're just um, they're you know they're just beat 'em ups, but um, they're really fun and and um, easy and and they're and they're great to enjoy and um, um. Like, I, I wish most beat-em-ups were, like, the Lego games where they're just, you know, fun to just, you know, pick up and play in general. Um, but, um, I would say mix, or, uh, big kudos for, again, like I was saying, the cast of Knights of Republic 2. Um, Visus is, like, probably one of the best characters in all of Star Wars dumb, like, literally. And she's an Asian character, too, which is, um, which, again, like, I'm again like a I'm surprised by slash b that um that uh that she's only came back in like Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes a mobile game, you know, like one of those um like effectively like trading card game slash um uh auto um simulate games where it's like, you know, you pick your team and then you have their the team fight each other or fight another player or fight against the uh the ar or something like that so it's one of those games but that's fine if you know for any characters out of nice old public one or two that get like you know recognition so um i would say like um you know hopefully visa's got gets more you know recognition bowder's fantastic character um, I forgot that you get um the guy Candorus Ordo from the first game, and he's like the Mandalorian, but then he's literally just calls himself Mandalore in the next game, and like, um, 
he doesn't take off his helmet, but um, he's really cool. Um, even though he's a dark side character as well, but um, you know what can you do? Um, Mira is fantastic, and I think Kray is fantastic. So, um, you know, other than that, um, there I besides the other um, uh, carryovers of HK forty seven and TC. 3M4, I think, or T3M4, I, I know I'm going to mess it up, but um, those are the carryovers from the first game, and um, it's, uh, um, they're, you know, they're great as well. I kind of wish that, I know it's like they say in the game that the Sith Lord guy, Darth Nathilus, he destroys um, Visus's like, whole, like, um, whole people or whatever but i really wish like the miraluka or whatever the race that they and i almost feel like they that's like a buzzword in the star wars community because her race is called the miraluka right and they're like you know blind in the force and then like the asian yellow people you know luminar and dually and um barris ofri whatever they're called like miralands or whatever and i'm going like what's the odds of too too strong in the force um, races be called Mira something. So, and now I think about it, there's even a character called Mira in Knights of the Republic, so... Yeah, so I don't know if Mira is a buzzword in the Star Wars community. Maybe... I almost want to say, because it's like, there's also Mira Jade, which is close to Mira, but Mira Jade isn't, like, as popular as she used to be. Or not. also, I think it's like, they had to remove her character so or no sorry she's not as popular as she used to be they just unfortunately had to remove her character so much so i think it's like she's not doesn't have so much a stake in modern star wars like media and comics and all that so um but yeah uh darth Mephilus is like really like imposing darth scion is is creepy but he's also kind of cool um I had, like, if I got to ever write Star Wars stuff, I would say that, oh, Darth Maul, I don't know if they say it in Clone Wars, but Darth Maul learned how to survive that fall because he learned from Darth Sion or something like that, from being, like, a Force, you know, undead or something like that, and Nihilus being a Force wraith or something like that. And then, um, Kreia, Kreia is, is one of those things where it's, like, it comes out of nowhere, and she's still really cool because like in star wars galaxy heroes they use this as well um that she like uses three purple lightsabers after like she's defeated for the first part and i'm kind of going like how is that even possible and i'm going like you know that's that's a villain you know for sure and um i'm sure it's like with the complete version of the game they explain the ending more better or they explain the ending better. But um, if you're a Sith, you know, or if you prefer the Sith ending, you stay on the planet. Um, if you get, if you want the good ending, you leave the planet. And they play the um, song from the Destroyed Jedi Enclave. Um, but um, I think that's all I can say about Night's Over Book 2. It's, um, um, it's such a masterclass of, I think, Star Wars, like, storytelling. Or at the very least of Star Wars, like, gameplay i think it's i i swear it's like much shorter 
than um, the first game, you know, Star Wars Knights of the Republic 1. But um, sometimes being, be, uh, you know, being short and sweet is a, is a good idea. So, um, I don't know anything about Star Wars The Old Republic. I guess, you know, maybe possibly the next video will be about Star Wars Episode Three: The Game. And unfortunately, you can only play as Anakin slash Obi-Wan during the main campaign. And then I th I swear it's during the co-op things, which I remember when I, I, I remember when I was streaming on Mixer, some guy said like, oh yeah, sure, there's like co-op or something. And I was going like, is there a co-op? And then I, and I felt bad because like I swear when I was playing the whole campaign, I was going like, oh, there is co-op. There is like co-op missions where it's like survival or like horde mode where you, you know, try and, or arcade where you stay alive as long as possible. And that, those are, yeah, there, those are co-op missions where you play as Anakin and Obi-Wan for two. And then I think it's like you play as the characters they made kind of for the game, except that Sin Drawing was in, Sin Drawing was in the, uh, um, uh, was in episode three and then Sarah Keto, which I, I swear is Sarah Keto is a great character. And I, I'm sad that they didn't like have any like, or, you know, any inkling to, uh, to have her, uh, reappear in the, you know, the missos. So, because it's like so many characters that come back from the dead. Come on. How come like why some certain Jedi characters can't come from the dead? I mean, start. Darth Maul got cut in half and they and they came up with the most convoluted thing of him getting robot legs and coming back and being, you know, um, a pseudo-edgelord. So, come on, like, if you... Like, for characters coming back, like, come on. Um, but, um, yeah, maybe the next... Um, and then I think, again, one other co-op area or challenge level is... Um, or, and yet, and that, like, oh my god, I almost forgot that Star Wars Episode Three is, like, almost, I would say, like, a complete game, even though, and I almost, and I, I think why I was so mean to Star Wars Episode Episode Three, the game, is that, it, like, all of it is cut content, slash cut, um, cut designs and cut scenes from Star Wars Episode Three, the movie, so that's what I always thought of it, it was Star Wars Episode Three deleted scenes. Um, but Star Wars Episode 3 is um, absolutely fantastic. And I think the funniest thing is that if you choose alternate colors for um, like Vader and Dooku and like Grievous and Saraketo, they get like Grievous and Saraketo get like red lightsabers and Dooku and Darth Vader get like blue lightsabers. So, so I think it's, it's, that's such like a great like thing that they should have done for Star Wars Battlefront 2, but they never did. And I don't think they ever will where they, you know, where they have like ridiculous alternate costumes at like, um, like, um, a lot of other free to play games that are, you know, subsist on loot boxes and battle passes. So, um, Star Wars Battlefront, or, sorry, um, um, Star Wars Knights of the Republic 1, a great game. Star Wars Battlefront 2, or, Star not Star Wars Knights of the Republic 1, great game. Star Wars Knights of the Republic 2, um, fantastic game. Like, it's, it's Halcyon. And, um, Star Wars, um, not the Old Republic, the MORPG, I have no opinion about, but if, Rain um, oops. If uh, Shrimpy is willing to stream it, I'll 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 watch that. I'll I'll or if he um, 
if he has a capture card, I can lend him my copy of uh, Star Wars Episode Three: The Game, if Shrimpy is still there. So, um, other than that, I think I can I can talk about Star Wars no more. I'm sorry I couldn't talk about Kings of Amalur for much more longer than I think it was only like 15 to 20 minutes. So I'm sorry about that, but like I just was like, there are great aspects of of Kingdoms of Amalur, but again, like they kind of get marred under the the uh, cliche story and like um, the uh, gosh, what's it called? The cliche story and like and and some of the art going into the game because again, it was made by Todd McFarlane who made Spawn, so. <laughs> um. So other than that, um, thank you for watching. Um, I think the only other thing I can say is uh, thank you for staying, Trimpy. I think you're here as well, Shin. I can't tell. Um, but um, I think the only other thing I was going to say is uh, uh, um, this will be up on... Uh, gosh, what's it? what's it called the, the music streaming service um this will be on spotify and this will be on youtube soon um again thank you for watching and listening and um um i'm starting a patreon soon so hopefully that will be up soon and you know um you can help me out with donating towards um i'm writing a specific book and i need some other people to um, or I'm writing the book on cultural appropriation and I kind of, I want more people to look at it and maybe Shrimpy can help me out with it. But I, I know, um, one of my, one of my, uh, good friends, um, she helps me out with all that a lot. So I'm, I'm grateful for her help, but I also want, um, more people to kind of look at it and make sure that like talking about cultural appropriation and popular brands that like, I'm not overstepping my bounds by, you know, by talking about it and that's, you know, it's flagged for, you know, that, that is copyright infringement and a lot. So, um, so again, hopefully, um, Trippy, if you're still there or Shin, you can help me read it. So other than that, um, thank you for watching and listening. I'm, I'm re -roll.